Well, you know I love me footy and the NRL All-Stars game is in, what is about 10 days away yep. now. And so the NRL season begins, I think, plucking off the 10th of March, March rings 10, a bell. Yes, like five weeks. Mar- uh, Sorry? Five weeks. Yeah, around about five weeks. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, great to have footy not too far away. We thought we'd talk a bit of footy now uh, because we can and because uh, I like footy. Uh, so too does our next guest. And he runs the uh, Canberra Raiders community website. It's called gh.com.au. His name is Andrew Smith. Andrew, good evening to you. Welcome to Higher Ground. Uh, please, firstly, mate, gh.com.au. What's the GH stand for? Uh, it's the Greenhouse. I think it was born as the Greenhouse Act by um, by uh, a man called Steve uh, a long, long time ago, actually. Uh, I'm just uh, the friendly IT nerd that kind of looks right. after it and keeps it running and all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's good, mate. Oh, well, well, I'm sure you're not such a nerd, but we're just talking about fake snow, and I watched a movie called Blow, and now you're talking about the greenhouse. I mean, we could be talking about... <laughs> we could be talking about anything. All makes a lot of sense. And actually, it's all legal down there now, isn't it? So oh, it probably is the same oh, thing. No, it wouldn't matter to me anyway. Righto. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, you had a couple of great years, didn't you? 2019, 2020, then last year failed to make the finals um, for the first time yep. in a few years. It was it was a season from hell, if we want to be bluntly honest. Um, nothing seemed to go right. There were quite a few dramas off the field as well. You had the dramas around your halfback. Um, Jack Whiten had a, a dreadful season, I think, by his standards, mm-hmm. and quite a few injuries as well. So that's the bad stuff out of the way. I guess, mate, well, the, uh, the I, I guess <laughs> I guess now uh, the positives for Raiders fans that might be listening. Surely it's got to be a better season in 2022. Um, or oh not? Surely. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. Mm. Um, I think I think the interesting one for us this year, uh, poor old Joshy Hodgson. I think I think as soon as he went down with the, his um, mm. ACL, um, and then the game got you know 40 percent quicker the next year or whatever stat you're reading, mm. um, it was just tough for him to. The, the Raiders had that whole that whole sort of the, the tanks running off his hip. So we had Papali scoring more tries than ever and all that mm. sort of stuff under the post. It worked against the Roosters and got us to the grand final. And when you got that, that gives White and space, I guess, on the on the left edge. And yeah, it, the game sort of caught up to us all, I think. Um, even Elliot Whitehead and all those sorts of guys. Um, hopefully this year we're a bit quicker. Um, we're bringing all the youngsters through in uh, Xavier Savage and we've got um, Nick Kotrick back and a bit of pace out wide with Smith Shields and all those sorts of guys. I think the big question for us this year, um, God forbid, you know, poor old, poor old Toots, Jared Croker, who, mm. you know, his trend line is to become the highest scoring player of all time, but his shoulders in trouble. Um, his knee has done that stem cell injection thing. So, yeah. Um, we've got fingers and toes crossed this year as uh, as Raiders fans. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes for for Jared. Crowley. You know, it, yeah, he's he's yep. been held together by masking tape. But it sounds right. Croak, uh, wonderful servant to the club. You just hope, but I think if I'm if I'm going to be honest with you, um, he's seen his best years. I hope I'm wrong, you know. But let's be honest about it. He probably has. George Williams gone, all that drama last year. So Jamal Fogarty comes in, a bit of a lifeline thrown to him by Ricky Stewart. Yeah, I think that's an, an interesting recruit. I, I, I'm sort of looking at this year, and well, as a Raiders fan that kind of pays attention to this stuff on a on a business level, I guess, which is what it's all about now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably sort of a thinking outside the box as a Raiders fan. I'd be I'd be thinking about Croker 
um, being in deciding whether he's still got the game or not. It's pretty tough mm. when you've got Crichton and, and Luttrell and these six foot four tanks mm. running at you that, that they're a different body shape and size now. And that that's pretty tough for people, but I'd be moving on. Honestly, I'd be considering moving Whiten uh, to four in the centers where, um, you know, Brad Fittler has recognized that uh, yeah. for the blues, apart from the one game last year, um, Whiten's a hard hitting ball runner. So if Fogarty's at, this year and Hodgson's at seven and you and you, you have a little number nine running around then well, next you, you, year, think, you think you play Hodgson at, 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 at seven do you think Josh? I, I think I think I think it may end up there option. because the seven has more time and mm. and he's you know 900k or whatever it is and he's off to para next year so the Raiders must be in the market um, next November or so to be looking at a half I think and Jack's is potentially a thirteen or a four, in my opinion. I, I don't know. Yeah. But um, I just I just see we need bigger bodies out wide because that's what the Roosters and and the Panthers and all those guys are doing. You're, the Crichtons out there, and even at the Broncos, um, even Stag has has come infield. Um, so you know, playing six, and, and that's I don't mm. know. It, it just seems all the body shapes are sort of changing around. They are with the game. It's evolving, moving in different directions. Um, you touched on this youngster earlier, and he's lightning quick. We haven't seen a whole lot of him, uh, Xavier Savage. Yep. So, who do yep. you think will who do you think will start in the one? I think Xavier will. Um, I, I think what's going to happen. And I think this is why Croker's under so much pressure with Smith Shields, um, Chans, uh, Tomoko, Sebastian, Chris. Mm. You got Nick Kotrick, Rapana um, with which is why we obviously let Bailey Simonson go to the Eels. We've got, we've got eight players that can sort of fill that back line. I think that puts Jared under a bit of pressure. Obviously, he'll be respected. You know, he's the heart and soul of the team and all that sort of stuff. But, but um, if, I think by sort of round seven, eight, I think Jared and Ricky will sit down and decide whether he's still, still able to hang in still there and... and yeah and defend and all that sort of stuff. His kicking is undeniable, but you know, Fogarty can kick. So mm. uh, the, the movement is good. And the, the thing, sorry, the last one I'll make, the thing that Ricky has been, um, well, he's been much maligned in the media, but the thing he's been brave at is when he turned up, he made some of the most difficult decisions at the Raiders, moving Terry Campisi and David Shillington and, you know, the, the forever players. He moved them on. Can you imagine sitting down with Terry Campisi and saying you've got to go off to England and stuff like that? Like that's difficult, mm. and I think that's one of Ricky's strengths is having that difficult conversation. He did the same thing with Leilua after that grand final that I don't want to talk to Daniel about ever again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, mm. it's 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 just quite quite complicated. Um, I, I think running the business and being mates and keeping morale up, and then also sitting down and saying it's time to. It's time to move on. Oh, no one said um, no one says an right. easy gig being a first grade coach, but then they're they're paid um, paid quite handsomely as well. Okay, finally, I'm talking yep. to Andrew uh, Smith, by the way, from uh, Canberra Raiders community website gh.com.au. What is a, a successful season look like for the Green Machine in 2022? Oh, geez, um, I think I was actually joking with a mate of mine today. Everyone that thinks they're somewhere between 10th and 6th. They always just aim at 8th. I think uh, the poor old West Tigers fans have been doing that for a decade. Um, I think I think the Raiders, if they stay healthy and, and our forwards 
do a good job and Papa stays fit and and we figure out how to adapt and recover from last year. I think we I think we really do run six, seven, eight, and I'd be happy with that. I don't think we're top four. I think I think um, I think there are too many of the the, the young heavyweights up there um, in the Panthers and the Roosters are there all the time. I I think I've been saying it for 15 years, but I think this might be the year that the Storms struggle a little bit. Who knows? Um, but yeah, if the Raiders scrape into the top eight, um, they'll be doing pretty well. I think the Eels will be up there. Um, and Manly, obviously, are obviously going to be a problem this year. So yeah, if, if that's your top four, then five, six, seven, eight. I think the Raiders, if they sneak in there, great. If they have a few injuries and drop a few of those easy games and all that sort of stuff and have another year like last year there, 10 to 11. All right. Well, there's the crystal ball. Thanks for joining us, Andrew. Really appreciate the chat. All the best with the rest of the season. We might have you on again and, and chat uh, Green Machine in the future. No worries, Chris. Thanks, mate. Great stuff. There he is, Andrew uh, Smith from uh, the Green Machine uh, community uh, website, gh.com.au. Around the grounds, too. I haven't mentioned this score full time. So, Western Sydney Wanderers have beaten Perth Glory 1 0 in the A League men's competition and in the A League women's competition as well. Sydney FC women have beaten Brisbane Raw 2 0. Uh, up next, I'll be getting through a ton of your texts.